So on the one hand, Donald Trump's been spending the day signing mugshot t-shirts of himself and uh, posting mean messages to his former press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. He calls her a rhino and says that uh, even though he just had a giant victory over bird brain, uh, McEnany's telling him that he can do better. Save your advice for Nikki and Donald Trump is also uh, attacking Republican governors in Iowa and New Hampshire and other posts. And I'll do a whole other uh, hot take on, on all of that chaos. But on the other hand, you've got President Biden in Washington, D.C. receiving the endorsement of the United Auto Workers and their president, Sean Fain, gave an incredible speech. Let's take a look at Sean Fain's endorsement speech where he just straight up calls Donald Trump out for being a scab for going into a non-union shop and attacking unions and then pretending that he was at a union shop. I got to hand it to Sean Fain. Would love to see him out there talking more about why he is, number one, endorsing President Biden. And two, when Sean Fain goes on attack mode on Donald Trump, it is a sight to behold. So let me just show you a little bit of Sean Fain's UAW endorsement to President Biden. Let me show you some of President Biden's uh, speech where he talks about the fact that our economy is now headed in the right direction. 401ks are up. While all of these economists were predicting doom and gloom, they're now seeing the Lord, as President Biden puts it, and how President Biden's focus is to help the workers and standing with the workers. But first, let me show you this clip right here of Sean Fain, president of the United Auto Workers. And here he calls Donald Trump a scab. Play this clip. Donald Trump is a scab. Donald Trump is a billionaire, and that's who he represents. If Donald Trump ever worked in an auto plant, he wouldn't be a UAW member. He'd be a company man trying to squeeze the American worker. Donald Trump stands against everything we stand for as a union, as a society. When you go back to our core issues, wages, retirement, health care, and our time, that's what this election's about. This election's about who will stand up with us and who will stand in our way? Those are the questions that will win or lose this election and will decide our fate. Those are the questions that will determine the future of our country and the fate of the working class. And here Sean Fain talks about President Biden earning the endorsement of the UAW. Play the clip. When I first came into office, we made some headlines 
by saying that our endorsements would be earned, not freely given. We've said we'd stand with whoever stood with us in our fight. Not because somebody was nice to us and we want to be nice to them, but because we need to know who's going to put up and who's going to shut up and going even further, we need to know who's going to stand up with us. And this choice is clear. Joe Biden bet on the American worker while Donald Trump blamed the American worker. We need to know who's going to sit in the most powerful seat in the world and help us win as a united working class. So if our endorsements must be earned, Joe Biden has earned it. Here, Sean Fain talks about Donald Trump going to the non-union plan to play the clip. Now, here's what Trump did to help the American auto worker in our 2023 historic stand-up strike now that he's running for president. He went to a non-union plant invited by the boss and trashed our union. That's right. And here is what Joe Biden did during our stand-up strike. He heard the call, and he stood up, and he showed up. joined us in solidarity on the picket line for the first time in our nation's history. A sitting president has ever done that. He said on live national TV that the big three, and I quote, should go further to ensure that record corporate profits mean record contracts for the UAW and the workers. So that's a choice we face. It's not about who you like. It's not about your party. It's not this bullshit about age. It's not about anything but our best shot at taking back power for the working class.
Today's episode is brought to you by 8sleep, the high-tech solution to your age-old sleeping issues. 8sleep's pod cover slips right over your mattress, bringing heating and cooling tech that keeps you comfortable and sleeping deeper for a better, more restful night. There's nothing worse than tossing, turning, sweating, or shivering in the night because you're not sleeping at the perfect temperature. This is why I love my 8sleep, which has greatly improved my quality of sleep and in turn improve my quality of life. Sleep science shows that in order to sleep at our best, our body temperature needs to drop in the early and middle part of sleep and rise in the morning. The pod cover will improve your sleep by automatically adjusting your bed's temperature based on your individual needs. The cover can be added to any bed like a fitted sheet and allows you and your partner to cool or warm your side of the bed as low as 55 degrees and up to 110 degrees. In addition to keeping you at the perfect temperature all night, the pod also tracks your sleep and health metrics. On average, pod users see their sleep quality improve by 32% after just a month on the pod. There's no better way to improve your day-to-day life than better sleep. And the easiest way to do that is with 8 Sleeps Pod 3. So start the new year right and invest in the rest you deserve with 8 Sleep Pod Cover. Go to 8sleep.com slash Midas and get $200 off plus free shipping on the pod cover by 8 Sleep. That's 8sleep.com slash Midas. E-I-G-H-T-S-L-E-E-P dot com slash M-E-I-D-A-S and get $200 off. Folks, this was a major game changer for me and I'm so grateful for my eight sleep and I know you will be as well. Here, Sean Fain talks about that Donald Trump does not care about American workers. Play the clip. In 2019, and I want you guys to pay attention to these two slides we're about to show you. In 2019, Our members were out there holding the line at GM on a national strike for 40 days. Trump was the sitting president. And I want to show you a picture of what Trump said and what actions he took to help the American auto workers striking at GM when he was president. He said nothing, he did nothing, not a damn thing, because he doesn't care about the American worker. It's another clip of Sean Fain talking about how Donald Trump hates unions and workers. Play the clip. So when we talk about this election, let's take a look at the candidates in their own words and their own actions. In 2008, I happened to have a first-class first seat as a negotiator during the economic recession. And in 2008, as you well know, the auto industry faced a historic crisis. We were on the edge of total collapse. 
We, with entire communities, were being devastated. Hundreds of thousands of auto workers' families were left out in the street. It was our members and our retirees who sacrificed everything to save the auto industry. In that moment, Donald Trump said, and I quote, I think that the unions are really, really hurting very badly what's going on with the auto industry, end of quote. Joe Biden, having helped save the auto industry, said the nation bet on the American auto workers and won. In 2015, when he was first running for president, Trump went even further. He said the concessions we took weren't enough. He wanted to do a rotation in the auto industry of the jobs in Michigan and the Midwest so union auto workers would be begging for their jobs back at lower pay. He wanted to put the race to the bottom on steroids to screw the American working class. And here's the clip finally of Sean Fain endorsing President Biden. Play the clip. UAW family, today I'm proud to stand up here with your international executive board and announce that the UAW is endorsing Joe Biden for President of the United States. Let's take a look at President Biden's speech right here. Here, President Biden talks about how Donald Trump was hoping for a recession, cheering for a recession right now, trying to cause a recession. Play this clip. It came to office. By the way, the last guy said he's looking for, he's hoping for a recession. Because he does not want to be the next Herbert Hoover. He's already Herbert Hoover. He's the only president other than Herbert Hoover who lost jobs when he was president. Look, since I came to office, with your help, we've created 14 million new jobs. 14 million. <laughs> Nearly 800,000 manufacturing jobs nationwide. And that means we're creating American jobs and exporting American products instead of the other way around like we saw for too long. Unemployment has been below 4% for the longest stretch in 50 years, and it's going down. Wages are up. Household wealth is up. <clears throat> we have the lowest inflation and fastest recovery of any major economy in the world. We have the fastest growing economy in the world. I know we have more to do, and we're making real progress. Over the last year, prices are down on everyday items from a gallon of gasoline to a gallon of milk. And folks Here, President Biden talks about how fundamental workers are to building this economy and the great American corporations. Play the clip. 
I've always fought for a strong auto industry, with UAW-built cars leading the world. This is what — this is about a simple proposition. You built these iconic companies. You built GM. You built — you built these companies. You sacrificed to save them in the worst of times. And you deserve to benefit when these companies thrive. As Sean said, record profits mean record contracts. Here, President Biden talks about the doom and gloom that economists have been talking about and how with his policies and with the tenacity of the American worker, the ship was righted and our economy is now heading in a great direction. Play the clip. We all do well. It's called Bidenomics. If you notice, all the major, all the major economists who are talking about there's going to be a recession next week, next month, but all of a sudden, they're seeing the Lord. Here, President Biden talks about how the days of working people being dealt out of deals is over and working people have a seat at the table as long as he's president of the United States. Play the clip. To my dad, all anyone wants is just a fair shot, just a fair shot, an even shot to be able to make it. That's what my economic plan is all about. That's what the UAW is all about. That's what the, your battle has been about. The days of working people being dealt out of the deal are over in this country as long as I'm president. Working people are going to get their fair share. You've earned it. You fought for it. And you deserve it. So today I want to say to all of you, thank you. Thank you. I could not be more proud or more honored that you've chosen to stand with me. For all the progress we made together, you're the real hero. I mean, I want to make it clear. You're the heroes of the story. It's not what I did. It's what the American people standing up with backbone did. You're the reason why. So take that, compare it to Donald Trump. Me, 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 me. Here is Donald Trump from his speech in New Hampshire attacking Nikki Haley's dress. Play the clip. I felt I should do this because I find in life you can't let people get away with bullshit, okay? You can't. You just can't do that. And when I watched her in the fancy dress that probably wasn't so fancy come up, I said, what's she doing? We won. And she did the same thing last week, but he was much more angry about it than I was. I said, get up there and you let him know. Here's another clip of Trump attacking Nikki Haley for the way she looks. Play the clip. And uh, today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely <laughs> when it was at seven. But now I just walked up and it's at 14. But, but she ran up when it was seven. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know. And here's Donald Trump essentially extorting Nikki Haley and saying that uh, things could come out about her to get her prosecuted by the Department of Justice. That's why he compares himself to, as he says, the, the great Alphonse Capone, he says. He compares himself to Al Capone. Play the clip. And just a little note to Nikki, 
She's not going to win. She's not going to win. But if she did, she would be under investigation by those people in 15 minutes. And I could tell you five reasons why already. Not big reasons. A little stuff that she doesn't want to talk about. But she will be under investigation within minutes. And so would Ron have been. But he decided to get out. He decided to get out. Now, Vivek Powerful speech in Washington, D.C. with Sean Fain endorsing President Biden. Hope to see a lot more of that in the coming weeks. And folks, I'm feeling the pro-democracy momentum. I'm feeling the pro-democracy community uniting progressives, liberals, independents, mainstream Republicans, people not affiliated with political parties. We're here to preserve and protect our democracy, to make sure we restore women's reproductive rights, to make sure all Americans are treated with dignity, and to preserve and protect normalcy as well in the face of all of this MAGA and Trump chaos and disorder. Thank you for watching. I'm Ben Micellis. Hit subscribe and have an excellent day. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.